You are now listening to the QD Podcast. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the QE Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the QE Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Snowfall Season 4. Franklin Saint is back, and he better than ever. He got a he got a few bullet holes he's still surviving from, but you know he he back. Got the pimp cane with him and everything. Been a long time coming, man. Damn, Edgar just told me today this last time it aired was in 2019. I knew it felt like a long time, but damn, that's damn near two years ago. And I didn't even watch season three since that time because I think it came out in like June. Or something like that, June of 2019. So when I came yeah. into uh, season four, I was like, damn, I wonder if I'm gonna remember everything. But season four really picked up right where we left off. So I like the way uh I like the way it started off, bro. So what were your expectations, bro, coming into this season four? Uh my expectations were uh the way it ended on season three with how the, the bloods and crypts were going at it. I was expecting a lot of uh gang violence now coming into the mid, late 80s of the crack epidemic. And you really I felt like we were really going to get in depth with the gang war and gang violence. So that was one thing I was expecting. And I was also expecting a lot of in the team type of uh, um, disagreements and stuff. I was expecting a lot of chemistry to be broken up. So those are my two biggest expectations. That, that was something that was that really caught my eye at the end. That was really the only thing I really took away. And that Franklin wanted to be bigger than big. That was it. Because I remember that yeah. last scene when he was talking to uh, Teddy. And he was talking like, yeah, like I'm trying to be the real boss of this shit. Maybe even get up mm-hmm. to your level, Teddy. Like, So I, that's the vibe I, he really gave me at, at the end of season three. So it's Franklin, my nigga. Franklin is that nigga! So I, knew what <laughs> I, was, I knew what I was trying to get with that nigga. But we, what we've seen in episode one and two is that Franklin got to get back in, get back in his rhythm now. You know what I'm saying? He's still trying to get his feet wet. He ain't the the old Franklin. You know what I'm saying? He got to get his mind right still because he was making a lot of slip ups in these first couple of episodes, bro. You can dive into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, like you just said, his plan is to not really deal too much in the crack game anymore. He's trying to just move straight pure product only, straight pure cocaine, and he's trying to just deal with the highest clientele possible at this point. And the Bloods and Crips are at war. If you remember the end of season three, Man Boy and Scully, although they family, they at war now. All that, all that family, we blood shit. That don't and we gotta stop no calling now. that nigga Scully too. That nigga name is Stacy, my nigga. That nigga Man. name is Stacy. We not calling that well, nigga no other name. That nigga is Stacy. So far, so far, we calling him Scully to not confuse our listeners. <laughs> we are talking about Scully in this instance, but everybody do know him as Stacy from uh from the wood. So uh. They they at war right now. Teddy and Gustavo, their pipeline is being messed up. But we start the episode off with um with picking up basically from the end of season three. And Franklin is getting he's coming up with a plan of how to stop this game violence. And I didn't really know the plan he was gonna try and have at first. And um Louis and Jerome and all them, they were telling him, like, hey, this is something that you low-key don't even need to be a part of. Like, if it's not concerning you. You don't need to be involved with it. But frankly, we're seeing it as, hey, it's only a matter of time for they get in our territory. They already fucking up Oakland and, and Watts and um all of that and everywhere around there. You know what I'm saying? Inglewood and all that. It's only a matter of time for they get over here to South Central and everything. So Franklin's mindset was, I, I got to stop this shit. And the only way I feel I can stop it is by getting into it. Did you feel that was smart of Franklin or do you feel he could have picked a better way? Honestly, <laughs> I just believed in Franklin so much. So when he said his plan was like, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, set these niggas up against each other and take them out. I trust him so much. So I was like, this nigga Franklin, he, it's all going to work out for my nigga Franklin. But I remember I, me and you were going back and forth about the plan. You was like, the plan was stupid as fuck. And I was just like, yeah, like it ain't the best plan, but it's my nigga Franklin. So we going to roll with it. But we see how that shit ended for my nigga. But I, I was rocking with it at the beginning, even though it was I- not really thought out well. Yeah, I just it just sounded so cliche. Yeah, I'm going to tell this person I'm on their side. I'm going to tell this person I'm on their side, and it's just going to work out. Like, I just knew that wasn't going to work. I was like, we're at the beginning of the season. But he I thought, he was some, he thought they were some dumb man. niggas, though. That's what he really was. Like, he really thought Stacy and them were some dumb niggas, brother. He could take advantage of them like that. Now, I ain't going to lie. Stacy, yeah, you could say. See, you got me calling him Stacy. That's his name. <laughs> That's his so, name. 
Scully, yes, I, I don't I don't blame him for thinking that about Scully, but man boy, I was telling you before we even started recording, man boy is smart, man boy not stupid. And I said that about man boy ever since he got introduced into the um into the show. That yeah, he may not be on Franklin level all the way, but man boy ain't stupid. That that man know what he's supposed to know. Like, they all got street smarts. Yeah, they all got the street smarts. Yeah, you you ain't finna trick him on no dumb shit. But you see, even uh we, we transitioned going into uh Leon now. Franklin trying to connect with Leon. If you don't know, Leon been in charge. Like they dive into it as soon as the episode one starts. Leon was in charge for Franklin while Franklin was down after being shot by Melody. And you you kind of get the vibe that Leon kind of want his own shit now. You know, Franklin was trying to find him. He went over to his house in the projects, and Leon got the projects on lock. He in charge of that whole area and everything. But he telling Franklin, like, nah, like, I ain't trying to be a driver no more. Like, you, you can still do what you do, but I'm trying to do my own shit now. Like, I ain't trying to be up under you no more. And Franklin confused, like... Franklin looking like, bro, only been out for like what, maybe a couple weeks or some shit. Like, and all of a sudden, like, you ain't trying to kick it with me no more. You ain't trying to like work for me or nothing. Like, what was your feeling on that? It's it's funny because Leon, he really think he's better than what his pay grade is. That's that's the thing with Leon. But he's too emotional to be the, too emotional to be the leader of anything, exactly. bro. He think he got the projects on lock, and he really ain't doing nothing in the projects because the projects is really just a cycle, bro. It ain't too much work that got to be done. You can be have you can be the supervisor of that shit real easy. We seen that shit in the wild. To be a supervisor of the projects is easy, bro. But being out on these real streets, bro, trying to get your product, trying to get that shit in line, the distribution is way too difficult than that project shit, bro. And he's way too emotional, bro. When you get that nigga mad, he gonna try to fire off on you, bro. He's not a good exactly. businessman. So it's like Franklin is that good face. He's the one that's he has he has a smooth mouth. He's a smooth talker. So you gotta have that guy be your your front piece, and you be the muscle. And you still getting paid. So I'm like, what is your problem here? Like, why can't you let Franklin lead while you be that side, dude? But I told you, when not Wendy, Wanda got in his head in season three. What yeah, it was season three when um what you call it? Uh it was season either the end of season two or beginning of season three when Franklin gave Kev and uh what you call it, Kevin um Leon, uh, Leon their houses. And then you see how Wanda she getting messed up with the crack and everything. Now Leon trying to help her by locking her in the house and trying to get her to shake that feeling off. But she was telling him, "You all you're going to be is Franklin, bitch. You ain't never going to be nothing more than that. That's all you're going to be. You, you're just going to be number two, and you're just going to be his yes man. And I feel like ever since she said that to Leon, that's all Leon been thinking about leading all the way up to this point. But that's proof that he's emotional, that he's emotional. Just because she says something don't mean it got to knock you off your game and knock oh, yeah. you off of what you're supposed to be doing. What you're doing is you're great in your role. Everybody can't get outside of their role and be great in that role. If we see Leon as a leader, bro, as we've seen in episode two, you're not going to do well in that department, bro. It's just it's not you. But you're the muscle. You're that guy. You can't let the emotion of her talking shit make you do some irrational shit. And I feel like that's what happened with that situation back at the apartment scene. Or the house I scene. totally agree. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like Leon is, and I tweeted that like Leon way too emotional, bro. Like he he doesn't think like with anything. Like as soon as you get him mad, boom, he's gonna do something. As soon as he feel disrespected, boom, it is it's game time. Like oh, and who is the person with to call Frank calm him down all the time? Who is the person to calm Franklin. him down? Franklin. Franklin. So you so expect to be exactly. So now you trying to rock without this nigga. Oh, oh, bro! I don't see, like, I don't no. see Leon making it to the end of the season, bro. Without Franklin in these know. streets, without straight Franklin in these streets, I don't see Leon making it to at the end of the season, bro. I can't see it. And, and a, a scene came up later in the episode of we we see Aunt Louie. She got her own club now. That was her always her dream. Yeah, damn, what? She Jerome got his shop now, and now Aunt Louie got her her club. And we see mm -hmm. in the club her grand opening. Uh, who comes? Gustavo and Teddy come. They they get introduced in the season four by coming into the party. And Leon makes his entrance. And it's been bad blood between Gustavo and Teddy and Leon because Leon felt disrespected. They felt like they low-key the reason Kev, what, what happened to Kev is what happened to him, even though but when did that, happen? At the end of the day. that shit felt like it happened and a minute ago. That, Kev, that's what Kev I said. That was shot. like that was like early in season three. Like yeah, around the beginning like of season ago. three, I so it, it was I, a while ago. Yeah, I understand why Leon's still mad about that, but that should just feel like so long ago. Like I understand exactly. that's your boy, but you know that's a part of the game at the point. You know, what I mean? 
Exactly. And another reason why he just shouldn't be a charge. Like he don't understand. Like when you in this business, everybody becomes expendable at, at certain points of time. Everybody become expendable, but they run into each other at on um, Louis club and they have to go to the back because once again, Leon on go, he ready to pop, pop off real in the middle of the club. And Franklin like, no, let's go to the back. And then that's when we get to the point where Leon and Franklin's beef is way past talking at this point. It's like, no, like, how are we going to settle this for real? Because Leon pointing the gun at Gustavo. Franklin gets in front of Gustavo. And Leon still pointing the gun at Franklin. Like, this mm -hmm. ain't just business. Like, this some personal ass shit. And Franklin trying to tell him, bro, this is why you can't be in charge. You a hothead. You trying to do too much for every situation. And it don't take that. But, you know, when they're their relationship really got fractured to me is that scene that goes so viral all the time when he was talking to him like he was a bitch when they was driving and i think that's when he had that little altercation with man boy leon and man yeah. boy had a little altercation and because he, he was taking home, um man boy uh serving spots he was taking yeah, his spots exactly and then when that nigga franklin had got on his head it was just like you could see like some friction there even though he took it and he kept driving it was just like you can see like damn bro like we ain't friends or partners no more like you're really talking to me like i'm your bitch now and I can see why he feels like that. Even though that's he still should feel good in that role, I can still feel like he doesn't want to be a part of Franklin, like his side bitch no more. I can feel that. How he's getting talked to, how he's being spoken to, it's just like I can feel it emotionally. I can, I can understand it, but at least Franklin knows to not do that in front of Man Boy. Because Franklin knows oh, yeah. if he would have talked to Leon like that in front of Man Boy, Man Boy would have never respected Leon at that point at all mm -hmm. that's why in front of man boy franklin was like no like you gonna y'all ain't finna do nothing to leon y'all finna leave him alone like just just let it be I'll, I'll handle it but just just know y'all ain't finna touch this man it's like this family to me he more than just a business partner but like yeah. you said then when they got in that car and they drove off then he put him in check because yeah. franklin no i i can't do that to you in front of them because that's gonna mess everything up and they ain't never gonna respect us because they know i don't respect you like that and that's not exactly. what it is. Exactly. But you can still, even though nobody was around, you can still feel like, damn, like you don't respect me like I'm your best friend no more. Like he really started to feel like it's a business and he don't like that type of feeling. You can tell he don't like that feeling mm -hmm. of being spoken to like that. Like we're best friends. We grew up together. Now you're talking to me like I'm a bitch. It's like, nigga, you're going to feel a way, you know what I'm saying, when that happens. Even though he should still feel good in his role, once again, you're going to feel a way if your best friend is talking to you like you're a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel a way. But I think that's when it started to crack. Yeah, you can go ahead. And then that's when we get to, I think the next scene was Melody. And you see Melody after shooting Franklin. <laughs> I hate, oh my God, I hate Melody so much. So, oh my God. But we see no, Melody no, no, is now no, no. We, we got to cool on that. We got to cool on that. I don't hate Melody, though. I don't hate Melody. Because I, I understand it. I understand I her at the end of the day. So I, I don't, I still fuck with Mel. Even though she want to get back at Franklin and she shot Franklin. I still fuck with Mel at the end of the day. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about Mel. I don't know because how to You shot my pops, bro? You think I'm supposed to You think I'm supposed to be cool with that? Your daddy in business, he ain't supposed to be in. He supposed to work his nine to five and go Fuck home. Fuck Andre, bro. Fuck Andre. To like, death, my nigga. <laughs> your daddy po he Andre was cool and I like he was he was putting he was put in situations where you see your coworkers ain't really your friends, and he still kept trying to like be on their side and just like go against what Franklin was doing. No, you need to work your nine to five and mind your business. He was putting himself in business he had no business being in, and you suffered the consequences of it. Mel don't fully understand that. So, like you said, I understand in that sense. All I know is you shot my daddy and my daddy a police officer, and y'all don't like police. So I think you just shot him because you don't like him. Like, so I understand where Mel coming from, but Anyway, also, she's staying with also, her auntie now. But I also sympathize with Mel on the fact of, even though it was her fault, she did the crack on her own. Wasn't nobody forcing it exactly. on her. Exactly. Nobody gotta, forced the, it on her. You got to have the sympathy for it, though, of what she was going through in that moment. Like, man, she going through crack as well while she sees her father getting killed. So I, I have the sympathy for that, too, of her going through it. Even though you can't blame nobody but her for doing it, it was still like the addiction, everything she going through. She was like on her last. And then she sees that with her pops. It's like, man, she bought him out. She really bottomed out for a minute there. So it's like, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to feel sorry for you. you chose crack over. You know, you didn't, you didn't feel like, sorry for Mel in season three. Not really. Like you said, uh, you, like 
you chose to do it. Nobody pressed you took the boy that you was with, you told him that you wanted to do it. Like he ain't trying to like persuade you or no shit. Like you just that, you was like, okay, was cool, true. let's do it. Like you just, come on, you bro, could just like, see where she was going, bro. She was about to go to spell and she was about to do her thing and then damn hey, you, she you messed that bottom. up for you. You messed that up for yourself. Like, I can't blame. I can't Cause blame I remember, Cause I remember that you. scene too. I remember that scene too when she took the car. I'm like, man, what the fuck is you doing? You about to leave in a couple of days and you taking crack? Like, what is you doing? less than 24 hours. Like, she was supposed to leave yeah. the next day. Like, and you just never came. Well, she came back home to steal the car, but like, you never yeah. came back home to go live your future. Like, come on, bro. But anyway, she's staying at um, Andre's sister house. She's staying at her auntie house. She's quote unquote found Jesus now. <laughs> Uh, throwing, she's one of them people that just found Jesus and want to throw Jesus in everybody's face and everybody's conversation. I don't think she really found Jesus. I think she's just coping with the fact that she ain't got no crap right now and her daddy <laughs> did. So <laughs> she's just taking it anything to make her feel good at this point. Yep. So so uh what did you feel about that? You feel Mel gonna play a big part in this uh in this season, or you feel like she gonna get dealt with? I feel like Mel gonna get dealt with. It was I don't want Mel seemed- to make it past this season. I, mean, yo, I don't know what <laughs> you tripping, bro. I, and I, I love, I love Franklin, but bro, I, I, I didn't. I, I don't want Mel to die, but I feel like Mel could die if she run her mouth to this reporter who, who was also in that scene where she found Jesus, the reporter who was like somebody who reported on Andre's death, and she was investigating that. She knows some. It, it was some foul play involved. She doesn't believe that Andre's death was really a suicide. So the reporter was asking Mel questions, and Mel didn't talk in that scene but i think mail will talk by the end of this season and this reporter will really find out some deep dark shit at, uh, by the end of this season and mail will get her ass knocked off for speaking you already know what they do to stitch. i don't think you're gonna make it just on that fact i don't want it to happen hey, but I see it happen hey yeah that's an important character that you just brought up her name's uh reporter irene abe she's a local la reporter and like you said she's just trying to get more information on the neighborhood that she's currently living in which is uh, South Central Los Angeles, and she reported on Andre's death, and she's she doesn't feel it was a suicide. Mel knows that it wasn't a suicide, <laughs> so she's just trying to get answers, and she's trying to get more answers on Franklin Saint, like since Dre was next door neighbors to him and everything. So yeah, I, and I also think she won't tell until she sees Franklin. So whenever the next time she sees Franklin, she's gonna feel that same way she felt back when she shot him in the first place. She's gonna get that anger right. back in her. She's not gonna do anything to him physically, but she's gonna run her mouth once she sees Franklin. Like, damn, like you really killed my daddy, dog. Like, that's some deep dark shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's when she will run her mouth. I don't think she will talk until she sees Franklin, though, because that will be her trigger. I, I do believe the same. Like, I thought she was, I don't know why, but I just predicted she was going to get dealt with by the end of the season. <laughs> the, <laughs> and within the first two episodes, I felt Mel was going to get dealt with. Even though I know it wasn't going to happen. It's too many people that rock with Mel. I was like, they're going to let her live all the way at least to episode six or seven or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I do feel like she's going to say something to this reporter named Irene. Like, I feel like she's going to give some type of information. Franklin's going to find out. Franklin, remember what Teddy said to Franklin in season three about have you ever been in love with anybody or anything? And Franklin was like, nah, not really. Like, I've, I got people I care about. But I feel Franklin is going to truly understand what Teddy was talking about this season because Teddy's situation with his ex-wife, he's still in a situation where – I hate her to death, but I love her. Like, I will always love her, and I'll always be in love with her, even though I want nothing to do with that lady no more. I feel like that's the situation Franklin's going to be in with Mel. It's like he may not be able to stand her. He may not want shit to do with her, but she's going to have his heart forever at the end of the day. I think that's oh, yeah. the type of relationship they're going to have. That's that first love, my nigga. You can't get rid of that first love, even though she shot me in the back. <laughs> she can't yeah. get rid of that shit. Shot you me in the front it. and the back. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts but we see this nigga franklin got a new thing now so that nigga might be trying to move off or mail i don't know I, new thing. I don't know i think mail just always gonna be around because franklin i thought franklin was gonna get in a relationship like two or three times leading up to now like with them uh with that one girl over in panama city and mm-hmm. like that um mm-hmm. that one other light-skinned girl he was with i'm i'm thinking oh new relationship new relationship nah <laughs> nah one night stand, one night stands. Like, <laughs> yeah, my nigga, my nigga, smart up here, man. Can't, can't get caught up. You can't get caught up, man. 
but now we go into Gustavo and Teddy. We see that Gustavo and Teddy are moving through Tijuana now, and that's the new uh, way that they're shipping the cocaine and the drugs through to send drugs through the through for the war and getting cocaine into the U.S. Gustavo has built an underground tunnel, so that way their transactions could be way more discreet and way less uh, government and police involved. Uh, but for, for some of the things that they have to do above ground, they notice that this new police chief in Tijuana has changed the the game completely on them. I don't know what happened to the old police chief, but he done took his job. I can't remember the new police chief name, but I, I assumed he they probably not, killed they, him. They knocked that nigga off, bro. I'm telling you, they did. He's he's I'm involved. A, he just he just can't be a regular cop. Like he has to be involved with some he, dirty shit. He up on game too much. Like he That's know way I'm too saying. much already about what's going on. He he's dirty, bro. That's why I said I think they knocked him off, and they and they telling him like, yeah, he left. I think uh, the the one before him was named was Chief Collar, and then um, yeah. I don't forgot what his name is. The chief that yeah, I is there now, name. I forgot what his name is. But the new chief, like he up on game too much. You know what I'm saying? He making demands as soon as they walk in. It's just like this nigga no prices and shit. I'm like, nah, this nigga, nah, he dirty as fuck. Yeah. So um, could they? I think they seized uh Gustavo and Teddy's truck that was full of cocaine, and then they, that's when they got to the police station and they had a confrontation with him, and he was telling them, I want. How much he gave like a percentage 100, at first? He, uh, oh, he gave the price off rip. Yeah, he said a yeah. hundred thousand. That's when Teddy and them tried to work him down to fifty, and he was just like, "No, like if you want to move through this border, if you want to move through this um way of getting your coke in, like this, how much I need." And I don't know how that's gonna work, bro. Like, do you feel like they're gonna have to kill this man, or they that's gonna be a unfriendly business relationship? Uh, will they kill this man? No, because. Ash- and I'm going to just reference episode two. Like, we already seen how this nigga means business, bro. This nigga ain't no regular nigga. You can just knock off real easy. He has he has dirty ties, bro. So I don't think there's nobody, some, anybody you can knock off. So will he die? I think they will have a um a mutual understanding. Even though Gustavo, yeah. Gustavo is going to want to kill this nigga after what happened in episode two. Because he's going to feel away. He definitely going to feel away after you kill my people. But... Teddy going to have to talk him down and say, hey, this is business. That was what collateral damage your people was. And we just going to have to keep everything moving as scheduled. But I don't think they will kill him, though. Not by the end of the season. Because a, a big reason why they can't give this man like 100 keys, not 100 keys, 100 grand every time like they get their profit in is because they're still going through Lucia's mother's route and they're using her trucks. And I feel like I got a prediction. I think Lucia is coming back this season. She has to. Cause she just left out of nowhere, and I don't, I don't think you could just leave. And you were the person that was supposed to be the next in charge after your father died. So since mm-hmm. they, since Gustavo and Teddy contacted her mother, and they're using her routes, and they still got to pay her. I don't know how they finna just break this man off a hundred thousand, and then still give her all of her money, and then use the money for themselves that they need. Like I, I feel like he got. But what, die. But what will Lucia do? What will Lucia do? How will she impact know. their relationship? I have no idea. I just feel like if she's not, if she's not going to impact the relationship, it's like, why well, bring her back? Even though she did, she wanted to get away from that type, probably that type of lifestyle. If I remember correctly, she wanted to get away from mm-hmm. that lifestyle, and that's why she ran away, and nobody has heard from her again. But I, I feel like she really loves Gustavo, bro. I feel like she's gonna come back against her own free will of coming back. She's going to come back, or is Gustavo to sure. going to call her, or is she going to get news of this? She might get news of this, and oh, that's why I, she comes I, back. I think she'll like get news of it. I don't think Gustavo gonna call her because I think Gustavo done tried to like find her some type of way and he just ain't been able to find her. She's just been <laughs> gone. So <laughs> I, I think she's gonna come back in some type of way. But I, I'm real interested to see how that's gonna work out. Cause you were telling me you're not really interested in all the Mexico shit that's going on. You want more Franklin and Teddy. I that's the thing about those two characters. I love Franklin and I fuck with Teddy heavy because Freddie is all about the business. He knows what he can do and what he can't do. The thing about Gustavo, yes, we have to go through Mexico to get the get the product or whatever. But it's just like I'm so tired of that storyline. It's just like, OK, other than that tie in of the, the product, what else do we need him for? What else do we need uh, Gustavo for? Is he just the muscle? Really? You feel me? Because Teddy, he got ties to the government. So Teddy is always going to be an integral part of this plan. And we already know Franklin. It's just like with um a Gustavo, it's like, eh, I'm, I'm cool on the but Gustavo storyline. But I feel like you need Gustavo, bro. Like I, I, I mean, now since they killed his people, but <laughs> before then, it's oh, just like, when, what was Gustavo needed for? 
Gustavo was that extra man that could be across the border and do what needed to be done over there while Teddy was in America. I guess because he was trusted. He was trusted. He was a trusted dude for Fred to Teddy. Yeah, he was. I guess. Plus, he he was in charge of making sure the border patrol in Mexico was good while Teddy made sure the border control in America was good. So you need him for that. I feel like you need him from a Hispanic tie just because if it wasn't for Gustavo, they wouldn't have been able to get Lucia's mother's routes at all. So it's like Gustavo is playing a big key part in all of this. Like he's the muscle for the most part, just because he do a lot of the, the fighting and the action and the intimidating that Teddy can't do. But I feel Gustavo is such a big part on the Hispanic side that you have to incorporate all that into what's going on. So I don't know. I just feel like but he's really the thing boy. about the thing about Gustavo, I haven't liked that Gustavo's storyline, honestly, since since season one. Honestly, I really haven't liked that storyline. Even though it all it's all coming together now. It was I was always met on that storyline. And now you're you're putting him even deeper into the storyline now because his people are killed. So I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, like if you give me more Teddy, give me more Teddy and his family and his kids, give me more Franklin. Uh, do I want more Gustavo? No. So if you had to ask me if I want more Gustavo, I was like, no. Nah. I understand you what you're saying, though. In, you can't dive into Teddy too much more at all now because he done cut his ex-wife off completely. He only going to talk to her when it involves his son. So that that backstory and that timeline is just it's out the window. You just got Teddy by himself at this but point. Teddy his is brother the one making Matt, these connections. I was to say, his brother Matt is... Matt damn they're finna go to rehab because they, yeah, they didn't coke that man out. <laughs> yeah, they, they coked him out. I was so sad to see that, bro, because I rocked with Matt so heavy, bro. I, I was Matt sad was an annoying little nigga. I don't really know if I fucked with Matt. Matt was I rocked with Matt. Matt was cool. Matt, bro, Matt was the one that put Teddy on and let Teddy know, look, you can't try and out talk and outsmart everybody that you're dealing with. Like, you got to compromise to some degree. Teddy was always in the mindset, no. I work for the government. You're not going to compromise. It's going to go my way. And Matt had to let him know because it was that situation where they were on, they flew over to get the Coke in one episode of season three, I think. Yeah, they had them at gunpoint and Teddy was still like talking shit to them, blah, blah, blah. Like you need us. Blah, blah. And Matt looking like, bro, you need to compromise. Like you don't know how to talk. Like, let me be the person that talk. Cause if you keep talking, y'all finna get us, you finna get us killed. So I, I love Matt because Matt made Teddy think, okay, sometimes I got to dial it back and I can't just throw my government privilege in everybody's face because sometimes that's not going to work. They're still going to kill me if I don't know how to talk my way out of shit. Man, that nigga, the thing about Freddie, Freddie going to do what needs to get done. That's what. That's the thing about <laughs> Freddie. He done, do, he done caught some bodies and all that shit. So I'm like, I, I fuck with Freddie. I'm not Freddie <laughs> Teddy. So I fuck with that nigga Teddy heavy, bro. Yes, sir. But go ahead. And we... We also see uh, Franklin's parents in this episode. We see that they're still living at home. Franklin knows that tension is rising ever since he killed Andre, and he wants his parents to move out. And I think he either wanted them to like stay at Rob's for a little minute, or he just wanted them to. Oh yeah, that was episode two. That was episode two after the the, oh, the, the shit went that down. That was in the episode two. Okay, that was so the yeah, shit went down. That was uh, so before I'll let you dive into that, but turning into the end of episode one, we get finally into Franklin's plan and he tells everybody what's about to happen. He tells them, Hey, look, this is what's going to go down. I'm going to go over the Scullies and I'm going to let them know, Look, I'm on your side. I want all this war shit to stop. So I'm going to give you the ammunition that you need. He gave this man Scully ARs. He gave him, uh, he gave him Uzis. He gave him everything. He gave him every kind of gun that the government could provide. And then he went to Man Boy. Man Boy already got firepower. He just low-key needed the okay from Franklin to do that shit, basically. So he gave Man Boy the okay that I'm on your side. He gave Scully the okay. And then that's low-key how the episode ended for episode one. And I just thought it was stupid as hell. I didn't think the plan was going to work. I wonder if those two will end up working together to set up Franklin? No. To set up Franklin? (laughs) Because they have one common, common enemy at this point. But Franklin, when they put their pride to the side and their gang's uh, affiliation to the side, Franklin ain't that big of a threat that two gangs will have to come together to take Franklin out. Franklin ain't at that level. Like Frank, man, boy, and all the Crips alone, or Scully and all the Bloods alone could get that. But I'm saying, like they have to, they have to communicate and say why are we going at each other when it's really this guy. I mean, they have to at least communicate. To say this is the common enemy. This is the guy who's trying to set both of us up. They at least have to communicate. It don't mean they have to kill them together. But I'm saying y'all have to communicate and say we're not enemies here. We y'all got y'all play space. We got our space. 
this guy is the one who's trying to fuck us up. So I feel like they could communicate and say, let's try to get him. Let's try to knock him off right uh, now. Since he's the common enemy. I don't, I don't see that happening. Because they already killed like people on each other's side. Like you don't kill innocent people on my side and all that. They ain't have but that's what I'm saying. You it, it, go. There ain't gonna be no truce. That's not gonna be a truce move. If you're trying to Ooh, say that, that's kind of gonna be a no, that's not gonna be a truce move. No, nah, truce I, move I, I to get. I'm talking about just to communicate and say, hey, this is the guy who wants us. I'm just talking about Scully and Manboy talking. If you and Scully and Manboy, I, don't, I don't say, hey, I can see that. And Scully and Manboy say, hey, this is the guy right here that we need to get. He don't want to try to fuck everybody up. It, it sounds like a good prediction. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I like that. But like you can that. go ahead. And, you can go ahead and go into episode two. Episode two. See, that's when we opened up with the the ambush. So I think Franklin ended up rolling up with uh with man boy. They was already set up in like some type of a warehouse or whatever. And then they had mm-hmm. uh Scully come in and they were trying to ambush Scully. So he really picked a side though. He really picked the side that he was on rocking with a man boy. Do you think that yeah? Because or- yeah, I do because he didn't really know Scully like that. So I mean, yeah, that was his business partner, but he knew Man Boy inside or not for the most part. So I feel like push come to shove. If Franklin had to choose a side, he choose a Man Boy. I was about to say, who would you rather go with, though? I, I think I would rather go with the Scully than a Man Boy. But honestly, in that situation, I feel like he's on Man Boy's side because he was able to he was able to get Man Boy's people set up in a position for what was about to go down, as opposed to Scully. Scully don't really trust you at all, other than what you're just telling them and bringing them. So he not Scully ain't finna to trust you with all his people like setting up in a location. It it would be easier to get man boy people to do that, which it was as opposed to Scully people. So I feel like that's why he was more so on man boy side because they already had ties. That's true. That's true. But yeah, they they uh, Scully comes into the warehouse and they try to just set up. I don't even know what they was trying to talk about. They were trying to talk about ambushing a uh, man boy. But like I said, uh, Man Boy's people was already set up. But one of Man Boy's people ended up fucking up the whole plan. He came out and shooting, came out shooting before anybody was ready. So that's how everybody ended up getting shot. That nigga Franklin had hit the, had to hit the ground and tried to move out. Uh, who did um who ended up getting shot for um who was with Franklin, bro? Somebody ended up getting shot. Uh, somebody did end up getting shot. I forgot. Was who it Jerome? Was. Got shot? Was it? Ooh, was it? It Jerome? might have been Jerome. Was it his shoulder, Jerome in his shoulder, or something? I like think that? it was Jerome in his shoulder. Somebody bro. did get shot. I can't fully remember, but somebody did get shot. Ah, uh, oh, but hey, always remember about this scene. You gotta trust the vibes, my nigga. You gotta, say, yeah, you gotta trust the vibes, my nigga. You always gotta. That trust man, the vibes. I think I think it was heroin. Somebody asked on Twitter. They was like, "What did Scully put in his ear?" I, I think it was heroin. <laughs> I don't know. That man put them drops in his ear. I'm like, what? Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. Bro. That was the funniest part of the whole season to me so far. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on. But we get the aftermath after that. Like I like Edgar said, I think uh, Jerome was the one who got shot in his shoulder. But that was the only main person who got shot. Uh, Scully ended up getting shot by Man Boy, but he wasn't dead. But like throughout the episode, that was really the theme. Like, did Scully get shot or did he not get shot? Is Scully dead or is he not dead? That was what was really the theme. He was asking Man Boy. He was asking a lot of people if he was dead. But he ended up crashing at one of his ex-girlfriend's house. I forgot her name. It started with a T. Tanase or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he ends up crashing with her. He talked to her ep- episode one. She was like, I'm surprised you're still in the game and shit. Like, you look like one of them clean dudes. You go to school and shit, but now you're in the game. Yeah. And what did he say after that? He was like, uh, everybody had to make their choices. Uh, he said something. Oh, he said, I ain't want to do it their way. I ain't want to do it. They way. That's why I was like, yeah. That's yeah. my nigga Franklin right now. He don't give a fuck about all that, bro. He going yeah. to get his money like that. He going to get his money. Oh, yeah. So her name is Tanase. Yeah. But honestly, bro, do you do you completely trust her? Because she give me weird vibes. Like, I don't feel like Franklin should be completely trusting her, staying at her crib and shit. I feel like she can high key be working one of them with one of them Scully or Man Boy groups and trying to set Franklin up. Nah, she don't give me that vibe right now. But she could right be now, intertwined with them. She, oh, oh, could she be intertwined with them already? Like, could she be related to one of them? And then she's the one that gives them the drop on Franklin. It's always a bitch who fucks up the plan. Yet. It's always a bitch that drops up the plan. I don't get her, I don't get that vibe from her yet. Because she said something during the episode. She was like, um, 
did, did he say I can pay you or some shit like that? He was like, you can you can get me on the back end. It was some weird shit she had said. You talking about you you talking about after he stayed the night? After he stayed the night, he woke up. It was the next morning, and she was yeah. like, damn. he was like, uh, damn, bro, what did he say? I'm blanking on what he said. But I don't remember. Some... I thought they just had a regular conversation. I ain't, no. I ain't look too deep into that conversation. Bro, with all these shows, I look deep into the conversation now. It was some <laughs> slick shit she had said that caught my ear, though. I'm, I'm blanking on what the fuck she said, but it was some slick shit that caught my ear. Uh, all right, but also that's what that's the part when we get uh he goes over to his mom and his pops and say, Yeah, uh, y'all should try to get out of here. So, like some people that's gonna be at my head now. And they was like, We ain't gonna know it, nigga. <laughs> like, we good right here. You feel what I'm saying? But do you think that's smart of them to stay right there? No, <laughs> I would have left immediately. <laughs> well, I'm warning y'all, and y'all gonna be easy targets too. And y'all just but I under I understand his daddy having that mindset because his daddy was a panther. So you got you had white people, you had the government, you had the FBI at your head 24-7. So it ain't never matter where you went. So in your head, you like, man, I'm used to this type of shit. I'm gonna stay right here. This is my house, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I protect my woman. That's probably the way his daddy was thinking. And his mama, his mama probably just ain't want to go because his mama too prideful. That's and that's what it is. But that pride can get your ass killed. She playing around, yeah. and that, that's why I don't think Sissy gonna make it to the end of the season, bro. I really don't think she gonna make it. And if they gonna... pop, if they pop Sissy, Franklin, bro, because bro, you gotta, you, gotta, you have to think, bro. I do not think they will kill Franklin because Franklin is the connect. To oh, yeah. the government who was giving them the cocaine. So if you kill Franklin, that's not a smart business decision because where are you gonna get the coke from? It's, it's gonna be the same problems that um Leon is having. Like he can't find nobody who he can trust at least. So and I don't feel like Teddy he... Teddy ain't gonna trust nobody else like how he trusts Franklin. Exactly. And nobody is as smart as Franklin. Nobody is smart as Franklin. Nobody move like Franklin or nothing. Exactly. So you can't kill Franklin. That's why I don't think Franklin will die. But you can kill his people to send a message like, hey, nigga, we ain't here to play. But the question could be asked, will Franklin fuck with them niggas and will he want to work with them after that? Mm, wait, who? depending on who killed him. That's what I'm saying. If they die, depending on who killed them. Because like I said, I don't think Franklin will be the one killed. I think they're going to attack or go at his parents. Maybe Sissy to send a message. I'm saying, like, who are you saying go and go after them? Like the bloods? Oh, the it don't, it, it don't make no. Oh yeah, it don't make no difference. But if one of them go at him and kill oh. his parents, do you think they will still be work? Franklin would still be willing to work with them after that type of loss. Hmm. Because I think that's uh, something that is going to happen by the end of the season. I think one of his parents. I don't will think get so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, I don't damn. think he'll necessarily. I don't think he'll necessarily pick another side, but he definitely got. He's not gonna fuck with. Anybody who kills mama, like <laughs> you can't fuck with anybody who kills your mama, bro. <laughs> that shit dead. Like, dude, yeah, that shit, that's that shit is crazy. That you kill is. my mama, like my daddy. We always had a rough relationship, but my mama, like, yeah. oh, like I'm just now letting my daddy back in my life. Oh, so you cool that they kill the pops though? I ain't cool with it, but I understand that Franklin don't hold that so heavy on his heart. But mm. if you kill sissy, Franklin for the. He finna burn L.A. down. You kill Sissy. I swear to God. Frankly, ah, that's play. an interesting take, bro. So you wouldn't feel as bad if your dad was killed. Mm, if you were Franklin. They might go after his pops. Because his, ain't his pops running like some type of shelter or something like that? Yeah. Um, so he's for, more accessible, uh, I feel like, than a, a Sissy would be, too. He ha he has a um, shelter for uh, crack addicts or, or people who are trying to get off the streets who got kids and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think he's more accessible than Sissy is. Sissy really be in the house. She really don't go nowhere. To mm -hmm. my knowledge, to what I remember, she doesn't really go anywhere. She she do that real estate stuff, and no then stuff. she goes straight home. Exactly, but I think his pops is more accessible anyway, so he could be an easier target. And mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't know who really got your pops because it's a, a couple. It could be a couple of people after your pops head. So I don't know. That's mm -hmm. just something I predict though. Moving on to the next scene. That's when we get um. This is like the aftermath of the killing once again. We see Scully, and he's trying to take the bullet out of his arm. Out of his arm, he's like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm I'm ready for payback. Like, I know who shot me and shit. Like, I'm I know who to go at." So then we get the sense of he's finna go at Franklin. So what what predictions do you have moving forward in this season with Scully and a Franklin? How do you think that relationship will pan out? Scully finna be at that man head the until until Scully die. I feel like Scully will die in this season. But until he died, he's going to be at Franklin Head 
Franklin is not safe anywhere. And where where's Scully at? Inglewood, I think or so. Oakland. Yeah, where, wherever wherever Scully is, Franklin ain't safe anywhere over there. So, but <laughs> he I'm confused not be because how is he going to get his product if you're trying to beef with him? I don't know, bro. Are you gonna take know, the bro. L? What's... Are you gonna take the L on the product to get this man? You would have to. You would have to. Yeah, mm. on, on a respect level, you would have to at that point. You try to set me, you try to kill me, and I'm thinking we business partners. Like, no, I'm not just gonna continue to be your partner after that. Like, no. <laughs> like, I will I will find another plug. I promise. I'll go to the Chico's if I got to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Chico's hard to trust, but hey, frankly, I swear I'll go to them Chico's before I go back to somebody who just tried to kill me. Like, no. After yeah. you give me weapons, you try to kill me. Like, no. <laughs> and Scully is really a different breed, bro. This nigga is pouring real deal alcohol in his damn wounds and shit. I'm like, bro, this nigga different. And he finna, yeah, like I agree with you. He finna come for that nigga Franklin head, bro. Strong. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you feel like it will go down with Man Boy? Do you feel like Man Boy is? I feel like they they're gonna be on a, a talking level. They they're still cool and respected. But do you think Man Boy can do something behind closed doors, like on some slick shit? Man Boy is definitely a more slick type of person. But do you predict that though to happen oh, between Franklin oh, yeah. and a, a man boy? Yeah, because you see, um, you'll you'll probably talk about this scene next, but you'll see Franklin is bugged out. Like, like you said, he's trying to figure out is Scully dead? Like, is did he get shot at least? Like, what happened to Scully? And then you see him meet up with Man Boy later in the episode, and Man Boy talking to him real cool, like in front of Louis, in front of Jerome, and all of them. And he like, yeah, he I, I shot him. Yeah, I, I got him. I don't know if he did or not, but I, I definitely shot dude and everything. And man, boy, just talking to him, he's smiling, he's smirking, like he just look like, yeah, nigga, I know what you did. You can try, <laughs> you ain't gotta say it. I know what you did. And I'm just like, man, man, boy, finna be on some slick shit. Man, Scully is the type of person I feel like Scully gonna come at you head on. Man, he's boy, to, yeah, he's always trying to send a message, bro. Because yeah. you remember in episode one, he had put that one dude up uh, as a scarecrow. I was like, this nigga, no, this friend. He put him up as Jesus because remember Jesus. in the church, uh, yeah, yeah, remember in the church, he said something about uh he said something about the way Jesus was hung up on the cross and then um that's why they they hung up one of man boys dudes like Jesus on the cross and then he said he trying to do that to all of them I was like this man Scully different yeah and it's funny because this is what happens next my man Franklin down bad he don't know what's going on so he ends up turning to Officer Nick's who is Andre's old partner who he had the business um, uh, business interactions with before they were paying Officer Nix to really keep it on the low about the, what was going down in the hood. So he goes to Officer Nix for help and says, can you arrest some of these gang members in Inglewood so they can really be off my back? And Officer yeah. Nix says, yeah, I'll check it out. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Officer Nix going to have a price, but he said, yeah, I'll do it. So we move on to that. And then Officer Nix ends up going to the hood and he ends up checking it out. And he sees everybody out with guns. So now they Officer got a Fortress. They got bruh, a fortress over there. Bruh. So Officer Nick's thinking Franklin trying to set him up at this point. He's like, damn. And Franklin trying to take me out because he's doing this work all undercover. He ain't on the clock at this point. So he's like, damn, is Franklin trying to take me out? And that's when we see Officer Nix pop up at uh Franklin Daddy uh shelter or whatever and say, Hey, yeah. tell your son I can't really do what he what he said. I can't really do what he wants me to do. And get if, this, if your this son trying to set me up, yeah. If your son trying to set me up, this is my warning that I'm not the person to play with. Blah 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 and all that. And I'm like, this shit crazy, boy. How big <laughs> of a threat do you think somebody like an officer Nix will play? I don't think he that big of a threat. Cause me neither. Like, me neither. What what kind of what kind of um shit do you have on me? Like, because yeah. <laughs> all it is is gonna be it's just gonna be your word. You ain't got no evidence. You ain't got no photos. You ain't got. You, if he took any of the evidence that Andre took, then I'd be like, okay, you got some shit on me. But he never took anything that Andre took from Franklin's house. So he don't got none of that evidence. Franklin got all of that evidence back. So Officer Nick's really just, it's just whatever I say to them. That's my that's my evidence. Uh, this will end in an Andre part two situation. <laughs> that yeah. nigga will end up on the, yeah, laying out on some, some street, bro. You can't try Franklin. Nah. Uh, then we get this is when we get to the Leon part. Leon trying to be his own leader at this point, and uh, he got one of his boys that supposedly had a connect with somebody who could get him some product. 
it, it's that young boy that's been trying to join Franklin group this whole time. Like they kept asking Frank, he kept asking Franklin over and over, like, bro, I'm trying to be down, I'm trying to sell for you, blah, blah, blah. And he a kid, he a jit. So they like, no, bro, like you too young. Like, just go play or whatever. Like, you don't need to be doing this shit. You ain't even built like that for real. But Leon finally took him under his wing, let him be one of the people in his trap house and all that. So he he tried to be the connect for somebody, and it was terrible. He tried to be the what he said, his cousin, that was his cousin or something that he was going to link up with yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, so he had ended up linking up, tried to link up with somebody in some type of alley. So, obviously, it looked like a, a suspicious situation going on. It was on. in, like, that, that Mexican part of L.A., Mexican part of LA, so they don't know what, what's going on. So they tell the young boy, get out and see what's up. The young boy scared as hell. He like, I ain't gonna go out there. You know what I'm saying? So he start walking and they flash the lights to let them know somebody was out there. So as soon as they get out the car, that's when all the Mexicans had end up walking out and them niggas had end up having they a jet. Boy, they them, man, them chicos came out strapped. I'm like, boy, if you don't get in the car. <laughs> yeah, them, them niggas out. were strapped. But it was, it was like, more... Oh, go ahead. What you said? I'm like, bro, this supposed to be your cousin. Like, how are you scared to get out of the car and you put us on? Like, this is your connect. You supposed to be putting us on with your cousin. This your chance to prove that you really deserve to be like tied in with this shit, and you just ruined it. You ruined your only chance. But that, I feel like that's more on Leon because Leon is supposed to be the head of this organization. Like, you can't be letting a young boy make decisions for you. So that's another indictment on Leon and why he shouldn't lead in the first place. He doesn't think he's mm -hmm. through. He's not somebody who thinks thoroughly like a Franklin. So it's like, you're emotional and you don't think things through? This nigga Franklin, this nigga Leon is not making it to the end, bro. It's, it's like, bro, it's, a, it's too many things going against you for you to make it to the end. And that hurts me because I love Leon. But you're moving stupid right now. You're moving real stupid, real sloppy, I would say. All right. Where we at with it? Where we at, Nitty? All right, he uh, threatened them, blah, 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 blah. Then that's when uh, also I Irene, the reporter, was yep. at the, um, was at the shelter as well when um the officer Nix had threatened uh Alton Franklin's dad. Mm -hmm. She was also there, she had stopped the altercation, honestly, because it looked like they was about to throw hands or he was about to shoot him or some wild shit was about to happen. But then he, the he was about to beat him, and then all the people in the shelter was about to jump Officer Nix. <laughs> yeah, facts. And then the reporter had said, Hey, Officer Nix, she had knew him, I guess. And she's like, Officer mm -hmm. Nix, like, hey, like. What are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? So obviously, I don't feel like he was supposed to be in that area anyway. So he had scattered after he seen the reporter because the reporter probably got dirt on that nigga too. So yeah. This reporter Plus, as, as a reporter, like she could write down everything that she's seeing. And if your name pop up that you in a certain neighborhood, racially profiling all that, yeah. That's your ass at the department. <laughs> and it's not in my notes, but the reporter also had another scene in this where she was talking to some some young boy, some young, some young student. Oh, yeah. Who was giving yeah. her some information about um about Franklin? I wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was like asking him like uh where is he from? How did he become this and things like that? And what do you remember from that scene? Because I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, he was basically just supposed to be an informant for her for everything that she wasn't able to figure out. Like certain people, he's supposed to have a key a close watch on. I can't remember each person. But I think it might have been Franklin's dad that he was keeping an eye on before she went to the show. Because that's what, yeah, that's why that's when she went there. Yep, yep. Yeah, she because she was asking him like, when did when did he start the business? Who all goes there? Who all works there with him? Like, I want to know every single thing about what's going on at that shelter, and I want to know everything you can tell me about his family and anything about Franklin. And they and she also finds out that Franklin has some offshore accounts. Them accounts mm -hmm. in Panama, she don't found out about that. So she like, mm, why he got offshore accounts and why he got this business running through this bank and shit like that. So she's she's pointing out like some some um irregularities, I would say, or some uh, some things that aren't common, some uncommon things that are in his file about Franklin and how he's doing business right now. So she's just finding things. She's gonna keep collecting information this whole season. And then you got Mel probably going to give her some information as well. So this bitch about to have a crazy story by the end of yeah. this shit. She about to have one crazy ass story. So she's going to play a huge character. There are going to be three huge villains in this season. It's going to be Scully. It's going to be this reporter. And it's going to be this police chief. I think those will be the three biggest villains that we see throughout this entire season three. And I don't know how they're going to get out of I don't know how they're going to finesse the reporter. It's going to be tough to finesse that reporter, bro. How do you see them getting out of that? The reporter? Ugh. They might have to off her. 
I ain't bro, because I'm because I'm thinking I'm like yeah, like she's she's so close to information wherever she goes. She's getting information about Franklin. She's close to Alton now, and now she almost got mail under her wing. It's like. Damn, this bitch can get a lot of shit on y'all, bro. Cause just just like the DEA agent, remember when Gustavo killed her? Like you yeah. had no choice but to kill her. It don't matter that Teddy put her on, and now she working with y'all. Like no, she she too far into trying to take us down. That and you promised Teddy promising her. He was promising her way too much shit. He was like, I give you all the gangs. I give you all the drug dealers. I give you all of that. Like once. Like after the war is over and you're done helping us, I'll let you bust all these people. Gustavo, like, nope, we finna just kill her. Cause she she looking forward to doing too much shit to us when all this is done. So and she was enjoying that lifestyle. So you know what what movie yeah. was, I was reminded of with that is um uh in too deep with LL Cool J mm-hmm. and uh and Omar Epps when that nigga was like a part of the organization. So he really felt like he was a part of it, even though he was really like a cop or whatever. I really I really felt like her role in that. And that season was that like she was really starting to feel like I'm making money. Like I truly mm-hmm. didn't feel like she was going to snitch no, on these gangs. I, I didn't I, I, <laughs> obviously that was her purpose, but it felt like she was enjoying that lifestyle of what she was doing. Like she was getting money and all of that. All she had to do was report to her, like her superior, get that nigga some bullshit, and then come back and make money. Like she had a good little system going on. Eventually, it would have to blow up, but I feel like she was enjoying that lifestyle. Though. I feel it felt like some into deep shit. Really. I, I feel like it's gonna happen to the reporter too. The reporter is just gonna get way too much information, and Franklin is somehow gonna find out that this reporter got all this information, and they're gonna have to offer. They're gonna have to. I mean, but we we see how that sometimes backfires, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you kill you kill somebody that's got this type of information on you and it's like damn they were close to finding this out like who killed her and she was doing this research on this this and this it's like then all the damn uh fingers gonna point at franklin well who offed her well no because i feel like if you if you snooping around south central la like anybody can can pop your ass if you asking too many. But I'm saying she, the note the note says she's have been ta- she has been taking. Oh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like people could look at her note said, oh she's been doing research on Franklin and his family. Oh, so Franklin could be possibly the person that offed her. But nobody's telling her to do this. She's doing this on her own, like as an individual reporter. Not true, if the true, true. if the news company she's working for was telling her to do this, then okay. But she's kind of freelancing and doing this on her own because when she went to see a. Uh, when she went to see Franklin's dad, she didn't say nobody sent her. Like, I'm, she was like, I'm building a story on blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to figure this out. And then when she went to see Mel and she, all oh, she that, did that like, all on her own. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing that on her own. Nobody's telling her to do it. So I feel like if they do kill her, it's not going to backtrack on getting to anybody above her. She's just going to be another reporter that was just lost. Mm. That would be good. But she does have to go, though. I don't see any other way. And then at the end of episode two, that's when we get to Gustavo comes home and sees like three of his family family members like dead, like they was bled out. I think they got cut up in the picture I'm seeing. And also, I think his daughter was taken as well. Wasn't it his daughter? He was uh, no, screaming for his friend's kids. That's who it was. The, the dude in the wheelchair. I always forget his name. Dude in the oh. wheelchair that he real close to. That was him and his family that died. And he was looking for his kids because his kids stayed there too. So Gustavo was running around he the house. He did show up. He name. did show up because he showed up to the police chief, um, chief's office. Yeah. Dude in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Oh, they killed him. Yeah, that's who they killed. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know who they killed. I thought it was Gustavo people. Nah. Well, they him, they was like family. They weren't mm-hmm. blood family, but they were close enough to be considered family. And they took the wheelchair dude's kids. Yeah. Oh, okay. crazy. So then that's Gustavo was what... Gustavo was like their uncle or goddaddy yeah. or whatever, and he was real close to them. Damn, that's crazy. But yeah, in blood, he had wrote down a hundred thousand. Whoever had came for these people had wrote down a hundred thousand, and it was the police chief. That's why I said this police chief is dirty. Like this nigga ain't gonna play by no regular rules to get his money. Because when he asked for that hundred thousand, Teddy was like, he was trying, like you said, Teddy, Freddie was trying to Teddy was trying to knock him down or whatever. And it's just like with this type of nigga, bro, you can't knock this nigga down. Yeah. He's gonna make his message known to know he's nobody to fuck with. That's why I think he's gonna be a huge villain and somebody who's going to be 
huge when it comes to the product being in America. He could possibly slow up this product from getting in America or stop it altogether. <laughs> and then that's gonna that's gonna stop Franklin, that's gonna stop Man Boy, uh Scully Lee, and all it's gonna stop everybody. Ivy to a certain extent, like it's gonna slow everybody. My down. nigga Ivy, I love bro, my nigga. I, I love, I my love nigga. Ivy. Ivy is hilarious, bro. I love my nigga. I love Ivy. that man. I love that nigga Ivy. But um, I was about to say some other shit. But uh, whatever. Yeah, hey, they had wrote down a hundred thousand in blood, so they ain't nobody to play with with this police chief. They need to pay this man his money, or he gonna keep doing this shit. Uh to whoever nah, I, I feel like you gotta kill him bro because you can't pay him a hundred thousand and still give lucy a mama all of that's her money what, that's what i said mm. i don't i think they will start to do it they will pay him a hundred thousand a week to start it off with and then they will realize like hey we run out of money like we got to do something about this yeah but like I, i'm telling you bro this dude is too connected and he's too street smart to get knocked off easy like I, he's not gonna be somebody who's gonna be easy to knock off in my opinion like you're gonna have to do some serious thinking out of this plan to knock him off because this nigga is street smart bro i can tell already so it can't be no easy shit like oh we just knock him off and then that's it because he probably got somebody under him or like uh, other organization that he's running with that's gonna find you yeah and knock you off so it's just like it's just too intertwined to just knock him off because it's gonna be somebody else after him so yeah, and that was the uh, end of episode two, bro. How did you feel about these episodes? Were they good? Great? Ass? How do you feel? Uh, I feel like they were great. Uh, I liked them. Great way to start the season off. Uh, they episode one was a little bit slow, but it, it built up towards the end of the episode. And then episode two, like they kept the ball rolling. So I, I'll give both of them a great. I'll give them both a thumbs up. And I'm, I'm really excited for episode three. I give them both the good because uh, I understand what they got going on. It's the beginning of the season. You just have to set up, you know, what's going to happen the rest of the season. So these were right. set up episodes. We know the villains now. We know what Franklin has to do. And we get, we know this nigga Franklin got to get back in his rhythm because he not making Franklin moves right now. He moving real Tariqish. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't like the way he moving right now. So, <laughs> hey, so my man got to get back to it. I think. I think we're going to see him. The more he's back into these streets, he's going to get back into old Franklin. But he rusty right now, for sure. He's rusty. And uh, what predictions do you have for episode three? Uh, predictions that I have? Uh, hmm. Predictions, predictions. Ooh. I predict that. I like the prediction that you said about Mel talking to the reporter. I feel like the reporter, Irene, will go back to Mel again, and Mel is going to start giving some information on Franklin. And I also think that they are going to go to Lucia's mother and let them know that the police chief, Teddy and Gustavo, are going to go to the police, to Lucia's mother and tell her about the police chief that's taking away money from their route. So those those are the two big things I think are gonna happen, and I think Man Boy we're gonna see Man Boy devise a plan to get um to get back at Franklin. That's what I think is gonna happen in episode three. I think I think Man Boy is gonna plot some shit because, like I said, he was way too cool with this nigga Franklin, and he know he didn't kill that nigga Scully. This nigga got some shit, and he plotting on some shit because we already know this nigga a hothead to begin with. So we already know this nigga gonna try to go at Franklin head. Franklin not gonna die. But he's going to devise some type of plan. So I definitely agree with you on that one. And um, I think that's... Uh, I don't really have anything else, honestly. Mm. Do you think they will pay the dude next episode? I feel like they could pay the dude next episode. They'll probably pay him one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What will happen with Franklin, though? What will we see with Franklin? Oh, uh, mm. with Franklin, I'm not really sure. Yeah, mm. with, with Franklin, I don't know right off the bat, but my three predictions for sure are Mel is going to talk to the Irene lady, the reporter. Teddy and Gustavo are going to have to tell Lucia's mother about the Tijuana police chief. And three, uh, man boy is going to devise a plan to get back at Franklin. Those are my three big predictions for episode three. One big prediction for this whole season. Watch out for this ex-girlfriend Franklin is messing with. I'm telling y'all, she got some type of history with man boy or Scully. And it's always a bitch who tried to set you up. It's all it always happens. It always happens in a lot of these hood shits. And I can see this happening right now. I can definitely and see I that. have a long I have a long-term prediction for the entire season. I feel like Leon and Franklin will get back cool again. They I, better. I, don't think, I don't think Franklin gonna die, and I don't think 
Um, not Franklin. I don't think Leon's gonna die, and I don't think uh, I don't think they're gonna have bad blood the rest of the season. I feel like they'll be cool again, probably by episode four or five or something. Leon has way too much pride. I feel like Leon would rather get smoked than go back crawling back to Franklin. I truly believe that he has too much pride to after leaving him to come back. That takes a lot of pride you have to put to the side. And I feel like he would rather get smoked than go back to Franklin. And that's what I think will happen. He will, will get smoked by the end of this season. Truly, truly, truly. All right, bro. I think that's the end for episode two. We will be back with episode three. We usually, we probably will drop them on probably Fridays. Fridays. Yeah, yeah, Fridays moving forward. It was just a late one for uh this one. But definitely look forward to those. And I think that's it, bro. You can hit up with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, QANDE Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns. Yes, and subscribe to us on all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And we're also on YouTube. Subscribe to us over there and subscribe to my YouTube. Just type in Quincy Hicks. 